This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. New study out of the Netherlands found that when some people hear different vowel sounds, our brains associate them with a color. And it's true. You can even use that to figure out what color people associate with your name. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Here's the breakdown. The letter A sounds like red, pink, or orange. A. Well, none of us are A's. E can sound like a green or an orange. And that may be because... Like, it may be based on whether or not it's a long vowel or a short vowel. Mm-hmm. I sounds like green and yellow. O sounds like blue and purple. And U sounds like blue or red. So what do you do when you have more than one vowel sound in your name? Because Jennifer, and it could be Jennifer or jen So there's the E and the A or the I. So now we're mixing. I mean, it's just very confusing. Yeah, you're like an indigo. I'm something. Let's see. What would Jeff be? What color? When I hear Jeff. Yeah. So I I think of a hunter, hunter green. Hmm. I don't think of anything. I don't, I don't understand this story. <laughs> if your name is Pete, that's a green and orange name. I see that. If your name is Ivan, that's green and yellow with maybe a little red or orange thrown in. So Tim would be green and yellow? Uh, green or yellow. Mm-hmm. I'll take green. For some people, sounds have colors. You do wear a lot of green. Yeah. Green's my favorite color. Yeah, that yeah. would make sense. If you don't hear sounds and colors, does that mean that you're... There's something wrong with you. Yeah. Or you're not using like a part of your brain. No. no. I don't understand. I'm trying to think. There's a book that was written by somebody with autism. I wanted It had something to do with Mondays or blue, but they associated colors with different sounds and different times. Hmm. Every Everything had a color associated with it. It's very cool the way the mind works. Some people. I mean, if you were in charge, what color would you make Jen or Jennifer? Well, well it's going to depend on the day and my mood. I mean, I think there would be some blues for certain. A light purple. Oh, I love purples. Yeah. All the colors of the rainbow. Burnt mm. sienna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and other... 
news that didn't make the news this morning. I, I, I don't know if it's a good idea to turn stress into some kind of competition. That, that just sounds stressful on its own. Uh, but if we did, would you win? According to a new survey, only 23% of people say their life is more stressful than average. 23%. 29% say their life is less stressful. And 38% say they have about an average level of stress. I would agree with that. Uh, The people, interesting, who do you think would say they're under more stress? Like what age demographic would you guess consider themselves under the most stress? Maybe people who... I, you know, I probably when when stress first hits your life really strong and hard, like college and those first years after it, because I would I would think, you know, when you're under the age of 18, you're still living in your parents house. The stress probably till life gets like responsibility hits. Don't you feel like <laughs> young adults feel a lot more stress than maybe older adults? When they're like, still trying to figure when, it out. Yeah, when you're in high school and like you have all the added pressure of the friendships and the social medias now. And that sounds super stressful to me versus like being, you know, in college. Well, they, I know people under a lot of stress who were newly married or they just had a baby. They just bought their first house and they have a car payment. And so they're feeling a ton of pressure and they've learned that it's just impossible to do it all without there being messes in your life. Oh, yeah. I don't think you, you hit de-stress until your kids are out of the house and they're all living on their own, doing their own thing. Think You're stress. an empty nester and you could just get drunk every day. Stress changes. <laughs> it de- it's it's always it's, I think there. It's a constant. Like what stresses you out when you're 21? It's not going to stress you out when you're 38. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. But I got right? a whole new list. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Like when when your home insurer decides to drop you because you use them for what they do. Yeah. (laughs) I'm stressed out about that. Yeah. Yeah, Mm. you should be. <laughs> like what the hell? I think Jeff is right though. Like when you like just think about if you were 27, you still have college loans, you just had a baby, you're thinking about getting married, you got a new house, yep. like to me just listening to him list that stuff off, I feel kind of cringy that's on the lot. inside. However, uh that's not the demographic that is experiencing the most stress. The people who are most likely to say their lives are more stressful than average are people between the ages of 18 and 24. Thirty-nine percent of them say they have above-average stress, which is way more than any other age bracket. Yeah, and uh, maybe college has a lot to do with that. Well, it's just learning to manage the stress too. Yeah, it's like when you don't know how to manage it, yeah, you're going to feel it super hard. Yeah. Although the young people who I personally know who are in college, while you know they are challenged with just the workload and the desire to want to do it all, they are having the time of their lives. Hmm. And when I look back when I was 18 to 24, man, that was a party. 
Yeah. I was thinking about that. That was like a Sunday morning show that I was watching that was talking about the number of college kids that are homeless and they don't have a place to live and they can barely afford to go to college and they don't know when they're going to get their next meal and they're trying to do all of those things. And it really put me in a blessed perspective on the life that I had at the time. Yeah. Would you say, uh, well, I'll start with Jen. Jen, would you say you're under more stress today than you were, say, 10 years ago or 20 years ago or when you were 18, between 18 and 24? Totally different stress. I would say that there's, it's just different and I've learned to manage it better. Different, but you would say in terms of your ability to manage it, yeah, easier or harder? Um, mm-hmm. Depends. Right. <laughs> Easier Tim, to manage than it was. Did you say you're under more stress today than you were when you were between 18 and 24? Yes, I would. Would you say this is the most stressful time of your life, or have there been other times of your life where you were um, feeling more stressed? I think stress has been a constant. It just is different things that stress me out. But I do think that 18 to 24, I did not have a care in my mind other yeah. than... I hope this job lasts. (laughs) I know, me neither. And if it doesn't, I'll just get another one. Yeah. 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 More or less stress now. Oh, absolutely more. And I would say that last year, the past, I would say, year and a half has probably been the most stressful time of my entire life. Like being pregnant, having a baby, paying medical bills, uh, changing locations of where I live, trying, you know, it's just, you know, trying to juggle Because I was one of those people that always believed, like, I can do this and I can have it all. And part of me is like, why did I ever convince myself that that was a possibility? Because sometimes it's just really hard. Yeah, I've been pretty lucky throughout most of my life. I haven't really been, uh, I mean, I shouldn't say I've never been overwhelmed with stress. There have been times where it did feel daunting. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there were periods where I would sort of have that perfect storm where, you know, I just got married. I just bought a house. My company had just gotten sold, and my job future was a little uncertain. So, yeah, that was definitely stressful. But, yeah, that was probably the most stressful, and I was in my 30s. So, yeah, yeah, that's right around the time where a lot of my peers, a lot of people my age at that time were taking a lot, taking on a lot of those responsibilities and add kids to that. Yeah. It's a lot. Hey, uh, on a much lighter note here, Vlasic just announced that they're coming out with new pickle chips soon, guys. <gasps> Best day ever. These aren't pickle-flavored potato chips, which have been around forever. These are chips literally made out of vacuum-fried pickles. Vacuum-fried pickles. And they're set to come out sometime soon. I was just reading. I just was reading a story from Channel 5 that they just posted like four minutes ago that Ohio is getting a pickle festival in Cleveland on August the 24th. They're going to have a pickle festival where they have pickled chips. They have pickled flavor beer. It's free to get in, and I think we should take a road trip. Who wouldn't want to go to a pickle festival? I'm in. Me too. I completely do not understand anything about what you just described from Vlasic. I don't know what that means, but I want to Something you'd like to try. A buddy of mine, he's an art teacher in Reading, and... uh, he just wrote a book about the history of pickles, like a oh, kid, like a kid's book. I'll have oh, to, I'll, nice. find, I'll find the link and we'll put it up. I love that. They're, it's one of my favorite foods. 
if not food group on its own, like things that are pickled. Oh, yeah. Some vinegar and salt. I'm mm-hmm. in. Well, until a year or two ago, I was one of those people who never peed in the shower, and I thought it was the most disgusting thing you could do. <laughs> and then I read a study somewhere on this show, actually, that said that uh, it's good for your pipes and it actually helps fight athlete's foot. And uh, so I, was, I started peeing in the shower. So that's what I do now. And uh, despite that, there is a stigma about peeing in the shower. But now there's an article going around, it's gone viral, that says, that makes a case for why we should all pee in the shower. And it's because Americans, if everybody did it, would save 1.3 trillion gallons of water a year because you're not having to flush toilets. And that's where, that's where a lot of your uh, water gets wasted. I remember when I once told Jacob to just pee in the shower. And he stood outside of the shower <laughs> and peed on and the floor. Peed into the shower. Wow. <laughs> I thought you meant he was in the shower That's peeing out great. the door nope. onto the floor. Nope, he was standing in the middle of the bathroom <laughs> and I, peeing into I'm the not shower. Not going to say that awesome. hasn't happened. You know? <laughs> but is it gross to pee in the shower? Uh, to some, it might be, but the truth is, pee is actually pretty clean, so it's fine if it goes down your shower drain. Just wash yourself out. Just wash yourself up well when you're done. Uh, But according to the survey that we read the other day, 80% of people say they do pee in the shower. So think of the water you're saving. So much water. This sounds just about right for Canada. Now even their moose are fighting crime. Cops in St. John's in Newfoundland, Canada, got a call on Saturday about a runaway moose running around the city. So they started tracking it, trying to get it back into the woods. And as they followed it, the moose led the cops straight to a stolen car that had been reported missing the night before. The moose eventually made its way back to the woods. No word on whether or not the cops caught the car thief yet. But uh, thanks to the moose, at least they're a little closer. Nice. I graduated from high school. Me and two friends, we got in the car and we took a two-week road trip to Jasper, British Columbia. And there were... Moose just walking all over the place. Mm. In town, that out of town, so on the wild. side of the road. I just can't imagine. It's like, oh, there's another one. <laughs> Aren't they just massive, though? Are They're the, huge. I've never seen one, or I've never even like seen an horse. elk. But when I see a deer sometimes, I'm like, that thing is huge. There are parts of the world that, you know, there's just giraffes walking around. and It's <laughs> <laughs> just wild. Carthage. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. It's fact. Right down vine. Yep. Hey, in case you missed this, uh, one of the one of the, one of the most famous architectural masterpieces and significant churches in the world caught fire yesterday. It was all over the news. The 850 year old Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris caught on fire around 7 p.m. their time last night. They say it took over 400 firefighter hours to get it under control. Um, sadly, its its famous spire collapsed and its roof was totally burned. You know, it's funny. I mean, you can't really tell from looking at it from a distance if you've never been there. It might surprise you to know that much of the church was made of wood. And we're talking wood dating back to the 1100s or the 1200s. And a lot of that wood was lost in the fire as well. So sad. 
Yeah, it was fast. If you guys were watching on television yesterday, from like the time that you found out to just watching it, it just quick. Yeah. Now, both of the church's famous towers appear to be safe, and so is the main structure. But uh, crowds of people in Paris sang hymns outside while it happened just to show solidarity. Uh, I'm surprised how many how many people I know or or I have you know some social media relationship with were actually in Paris or had visited recently. One of the last people out of the cathedral before the fire was an American tourist visiting with his family who described what happened in the new, to My the news. My wife and I uh, had brought our children for their first visit to Paris and had gotten uh, into town only hours before visiting the Notre Dame Cathedral. Uh, we went to visit it just as it was closing for the day. We were in the very front of the church, walked outside and around the, the north side of the church. So after walking around the outside of the cathedral, we'd, we'd gone a couple of blocks across from the Cité to Yves Saint Louis turned around and looked back and gasped and saw uh, the spire engulfed in flames. Yeah, people watching shock and sadness as that, that famous spire that he talks about uh, burned and fell yesterday. There it goes. Yeah, the, uh, the president of France, Emmanuel Macron, said... Uh, that the worst has been avoided, pledged to rebuild the cathedral. Emergency crews were apparently able to save quite a few of the priceless antiques in the church, including the crown of thorns that Jesus wore before the crucifixion and the tunic of St. Louis. How crazy if that was your job. You know, they were like, listen, we understand this building is completely engulfed in flames, but we're going to need you to go in and get these things. Right. Okay. Uh, there were no deaths in the fire, and fire officials are launching an investigation to figure out how it started. Um, as of now, it's believed to have been an accident, and uh, they're suspecting it. it might have something to do with the restoration efforts that were underway. Mm-hmm. A blowtorch. Is it the tunic of St. Louis or St. Louis, Fritchie? I would say St. Louis. Yeah. Probably right. Well, you that's because she does that fancy French accent. Yeah, but say it like an American. You Americans French. could say St. Like Louis. America, I would America say it. St. Louis. <laughs> I know. After I read it, I kind of thought. Oh. Well, like when they talk about the former kings of France, they say like Louis XIV. Right. And you would know that that's like Louis Fourteenth. <laughs> right. By the way, hand sanitizer has been in stores since the late 1980s. It was actually a nurse in California who came up with it in the 1960s, and then Purell started selling it in 1988. So you've probably been using it for decades, but is it possible you've been doing it wrong this whole time? If you just put a dab or two on your hands and rub it in for a few seconds, then yes, you're doing it wrong. Because the experts say it should take longer than that. To kill all the bacteria on your hands, you have to put sanitizer on, then rub them together vigorously until they're totally dry. And they say that should take at least 15 seconds. How much should you have? That's the thing. Like, sometimes I feel like it just gives you so much. About a quarter cup. What? No, I'm kidding. I was going to (laughs) say, what? No. 
One big squirt. Don't you guys know that some of those squirters are huge? Like, they're massive. I know. Yeah, well, I mean, it's got to be enough that mm. that it spreads all. I mean, how much hand lotion do you use? A lot, but I'm super absorbent. <laughs> <laughs> like a bounty paper towel. <laughs> you say if it takes less than 15 seconds, you didn't use enough, and it won't kill all the bacteria. Uh, the World Health Organization says you need to rub it in for at least 20 to 30 seconds. A uh, new study found that 15 seconds is probably adequate. So the next time you use hand sanitizer, they say take an extra 5 to 10 seconds to do it right. Apparently, it does make a difference. What's the, What do they say when you're teaching your kids to brush your teeth? They're supposed to... Or no, that's wash your hands. You're supposed oh, happy to birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, either one. Sing the song. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.